Hey guys, welcome back to The Domino Effect. If you have clicked on this episode, I assume you're at the point of wanting to make a real change in your diet and in your lifestyle. And if so, I am really, really happy for you. I remember wanting to change my diet and feeling so overwhelmed. I had so many questions like if I wanted to even remove certain foods or if I was going to be able to keep up with this way of eating. So if you feel this way, don't worry. I've been there and I hope this podcast really helps to ease your mind about this decision because it's a really good decision, I promise. So we all have different reasons for choosing to eat a more plant-based diet, right? Maybe for you it's to treat an illness, maybe it's for ethical or environmental reasons, maybe you want to start losing weight like me, or maybe you watched a documentary that made you realize how crazy and messed up our food industry is. Whatever your reason, I believe the information that I'm going to provide for you today will help you with a clear and achievable guide to making this a sustainable reality for you. So before we begin, I just want to present some of the many reasons why what you're doing is a really great thing just by incorporating more plants into your diet. So firstly, I'll start with the fact that a plant-based diet decreases your risk of major chronic diseases like diabetes, heart disease, and even cancer. Multiple studies have shown that eating a plant-based diet can actually reverse some of these diseases. So that is huge. Secondly, let's talk about the fact that our drinking water is being contaminated by waste from animal agriculture farms. I highly implore you guys to do some digging on this and just see for yourself how far-reaching this is and how it could potentially affect all of us. So definitely look into this. Um, there's, a, there's so much information out there, but I, I know there's, there's definitely a lot of topics about Nestle and how they bottle their water. Um, a lot of communities in the Midwest, how... Um, These companies are going in, taking over their water sources, contaminating them, and then leaving them dry, moving on to the next community and doing the same thing over again. So this is definitely a far-reaching problem and something that we should, again, all be concerned about. Next, there's the matter of antibiotics, which are fed to the animals that we then consume. And I just want to mention these antibiotics are not the same antibiotics that are being prescribed by your local doctor. These antibiotics are actually actually life-threatening to human beings. So that's definitely something we should pay attention to. So if you decide to still eat meat, then just check your labels. Make sure that your, your product says that it does not contain or sorry, make sure that the label says that it did not feed the animal any antibiotics. Because again, it is not the same thing that your doctor prescribes for you. And lastly, I definitely want to mention this. About 40% of the world's grain is being fed to livestock. Meanwhile, we have thousands and thousands of people who die from starvation every single day. Think about that, guys. That just, it's crazy. It blew my mind. And I just want to say that we're clearly not making good use of our natural resources. It does not need to be an epidemic in 2020. Starvation can definitely be, um, I don't want to say solved, but definitely be put under better control. We, we can be using our resources and distributing our resources in much better, healthier ways, sustainable ways. So that is also something I highly recommend you do some research on. 
So for me, it's pretty scary to think about the fact that we have all of these facts available to us and we continue just to dismiss them easily and how unconsciously we continue to live knowing that we're damaging the earth and ourselves. I mean, when I say there is so much free information out there, guys, like there's a lot of information on this topic out there. And yes, some of it is pure opinion. But there are more than enough scientific studies, not to mention actual video proof, to make even the slightest skeptic just a little bit curious to learn more. But anyway, you are here and that is a step in the right direction. So let's just get into how you can incorporate more plant-based foods into your diet on a daily basis. So the first thing that I want to get into is your mindset. And whenever I do anything with changing lifestyle or making a hard decision, I always start with my mind. I always start with how am I thinking about this thing? So I really believe that we can achieve anything we put our minds to. How we perceive a task or a goal will determine how easy or hard it becomes to achieve. So I I just want you to think about that every time you think, well, this is too difficult for me or I could never do this. So for me, whenever I hear someone say I could never live without me, Nikita, that is extreme. Um, I literally have to laugh. And the reason I have to laugh is... Firstly, if my steak-loving Brazilian boyfriend can do it, can he, if he can incorporate more plants into his diet instead of eating a steak, instead of having a burger, he'll go ahead and pick a salad or a smoothie. If he can do it, I just want to say I think anybody can. Just going to put that out there. And then the second thing is, think about this. It is far, far more extreme to have to be cut open and undergo heart surgery and repair your clogged arteries than it is to switching to a more plant-based diet or even just adding a few more pieces of lettuce to your plate. I just want you to think about that or say that to the next person that tells you that eating or cutting out meat is extreme. Just think about it. Change your perspective from a position of lack to one of positivity. And when I say that, I just mean stop thinking about all the foods that you will not be able to eat and start thinking about all the new and exciting foods that you're about to discover. Tell yourself this is going to be fun. This is going to be your first step. So once we've changed our mindset, let's get into our lifestyle. So that's how we live on a day-to-day basis. So something that really surprised me when I decided to eat a more plant-based diet was how big of a community there is behind this way of eating. Eating this way is literally so much more than a diet, guys. It's a movement. It's a movement of conscious people who are trying to better the world and themselves. And we should all be living in a state of self-development and self-growth, no matter what aspect of our lives. But definitely when it comes to our food, we should have this mentality. Another thing that I've learned is to be more patient with people and to be more patient with myself. As I said, this isn't a diet, it's a lifestyle change. And lifestyle changes are not small things, neither are they overnight. So I totally understand that not everyone will be able to stop buying Burger King tomorrow and trust me, that's okay. Don't let anyone pressure you into taking steps before you are ready to. And I also, I always suggest starting with small changes. You you start by limiting things that you love to do, like eating out, or you start by planning your meals. You can even start by swapping just one meal a day to a plant-based meal. 
So this leads me to my next point, which is start small. Sometimes when we're making big changes, it is better to start in small increments. One of the easiest things you can do to, is to start by taking foods like cow's milk out of your diet and switching it with almond milk. You could also try incorporating more nuts and fruits into your day as snacks instead of grabbing for that bag of Cheetos. I don't recommend trying to start with your favorite foods though because that will probably kill your spirit and maybe we don't want to do that one, right? So think of foods that you don't really love and start there. You can also start by replacing more processed items with vegan, vegan alternatives like cheese or burgers. There are great options out there like delicious vegan cheese and meat alternatives like Beyond Burger. So one thing that you'll also need to do is to educate yourself. This is a huge, huge part of making this change, educating yourself on how to eat, what to eat, and where to eat. Once you begin this journey, I promise you, you literally will not want to stop learning. And it's a beautiful thing. The more you expose yourself to new ideologies and studies, nutritional facts and ethical choices that we often overlook, the more you'll feel inspired and motivated to keep going. I promise you, it's a great way to keep motivated. And it's simply just by continuing to read or listen to a podcast or even just following the right people on social media. So you can just swipe through your feed and get this information on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to think about it like school. So the reason why I am really advocating for this education of this way of life is because when you have a sense of why or a sense of purpose for doing something, it becomes so much easier to stick to it and to, to be really involved with the change. And again, there are so many resources out there for you to learn and so many communities to be a part of as well. So don't feel shy and don't feel like people won't accept you into a community. I promise you, plant-based eaters are are huge. They're definitely huge on community and they're huge on community involvement. So don't just join a Facebook group, actually participate. And if you have a question, ask it. You should never feel alone once you decide to get involved and participate in learning. Learning is a shared activity as much as we may want to just get a book and go in a corner in Barnes and Noble and read by yourself, which I encourage. I definitely still encourage you to go out there and speak to other people who are on this transformational journey with you or who have been there and been doing it for a long time. I actually want to mention this. One of the reasons I started this podcast was to help make this transition easier for others, more easy at least than it was for me when I first started. And it was also a great way for me to keep educating myself. So why don't you try giving writing or podcasting about your experience a go? The whole point is to have fun with this. So once you make the transition to eating a more plant-based diet, one of the things you'll be doing essentially is cooking more. And one of the ways to really amp up the fun is to try new interesting recipes. And once I started doing this, a whole new world started opening up for me, guys. Now I literally love to cook and a year ago I hated it. So that should show you. 
Another great thing is to make it fun and try new plant-based restaurants. This is my favorite because I love to eat out and I love to be social with others. Um, and this is a great way to meet others in the community. So try new foods, new flavors, and of course it gives you a little bit of break from doing the dishes. So I know you can all relate to that and that is definitely a big reason to get out there and try a new restaurant. Maybe you even invite some friends who are not big on this way of eating. Make it really interesting and give them the opportunity to be open as well. It's a good way to treat yourself and it's a good way to remember that this is not that serious. It's food and food is enjoyable. Food should be fun. Food should be a shared community driven thing. Um, I also want to mention this because this man literally helped to educate uh, millions of people. I'll say, I hope it's millions by now, but um, he's helped to educate so many people, including myself, on plant based eating. His name is Dr. Neil Barnard. He's one of the most well known doctors for leading this way of making plant based diets popular. And he really advocates, sorry, he really advocates for this approach of starting with a three week commitment to act as a test run. So, this idea that you that in just three weeks your metabolism can change and the concept will become more manageable for longtime meat eaters or anybody who has trouble accepting the change, I think this is a really good place to start. So just starting with a three-week commitment out of the four weeks of the month. I've actually had many people ask me how I was able to give up eating meat so easily or give up eating so much meat this easily. And if I miss it, if I miss eating it all the time. And the truth is, sometimes yes. And the reason why is mentality. It was very hard for me to give up something that I was socialized to consume for 100% of my meals. I'm talking breakfast, lunch, and dinner in some capacity. But once I learned the truth about animal farming, the meat and dairy industry, and how animal products are actually harmful to the body, it was actually pretty easy to cut down on my meat consumption. So um, if that's if that's something that connects with you, you care about how you're fe- what you're feeding your body, you care about how um, how it affects the the earth and how it affects our sustainability as a planet, then definitely let that be one of your driving forces. It's all about finding what you connect with the most. So if it's that you love to cook and you connect with the cooking aspect, let that be your driver. If it's that you love to eat out, try new plant-based restaurants. And if it's that you really do care um, on a mental level and emotional level about how you eat and how it affects the environment, the planet, and sorry, the environment, animals, and yourself, then let that be your driving force and focus on studying and educating yourself on those facts. So another thing for me too is watching how your food is made. If watching how your food is made makes you feel completely sick at the end of it, then I just don't think that's normal and that that is exactly what happened to me. That's definitely one of the reasons I decided to eat a more plant-based diet because it was just hard to be continually faced with these facts and then just to keep ignoring them. But that's me. And again, not everyone thinks or acts or lives in the same way. And it's not as easy to persuade some people to change a habit they've known for a lifetime. So the thing that should give everybody hope is that eating eating a certain way is a, is a habit. It's a learned behavior. And habits can always be changed no matter how good or bad. So that's something that we should always remember. Whenever things get hard, just remember it's a habit. 
Um, and then lastly, one of the things that really helped me to incorporate more plant-based foods is Pinterest. <laughs> it's meal planning, but really Pinterest. And I say that because you you can get so much inspiration from other people um, who've made these amazing recipes and have these beautiful photographs. It really is inspiring and it may help you. So if you want to start meal planning, I definitely recommend going on Pinterest and seeing what they have to offer for you. Just this past weekend, by the way, I I whipped up the most delicious plant-based mac and cheese and I found the recipe on none other than Pinterest. So again, I recommend you try... um, try sites like that that are huge on inspiration community and and try meal planning using those recipes another great plant-based site to check out is uh, findingvegan.com it shows you uh, tons and tons of recipes just by you entering a specific ingredient so if you like turmeric for example or coconut milk whatever you like go ahead and just type that into findingvegan.com and you will get so many recipes to try to stay inspired and to obviously fuel your body in a great way oh and also last but not least I did mention this before, but I want to mention it once more. And it is the fact that I encourage you to join a community. The the wonderful thing about transitioning to a more plant-based diet is that you're not alone in doing so. So by joining maybe a community on Facebook or on Instagram and just engaging with other plant-based eaters, maybe you go to a local event if you don't like social media i don't really care how but it allows you to share your experience with others and it allows you to get new insights and hacks to making this change um, in the best possible way for you so it doesn't have to be a lonely process and it doesn't have to be you don't have to be the pariah of your family and be the daughter or the son that's living the alternative lifestyle um turn it around and surround yourself with people who not understand this way of thinking but encourage it it will help you to make this experience just that much more pleasurable pleasurable so i highly encourage that so if you've been thinking about transitioning to a vegan or plant-based diet and incorporating more plant-based foods into your life, I just want you to think to yourself, what is stopping you? What is really holding you back from making this change? Just think about it and definitely go through some of the things we've discussed today. And I hope it really helps you to make this decision and helps you to stick to the decision once you've made it. So that's it for today, guys. I really hope this information was super helpful to you. And until next time, stay healthy, stay sexy, and stay fueled.